Dude, this episode is going to be... Crazy. Bananas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Andy, and this is... Justin. It's hey. a new year, and we're going to switch spots. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be new variations. We're trying to keep you on your toes. Yeah. I think it's healthier to be just kind of on your toes. Yeah, you kind of want a little suspense when you're listening living. to something. <laughs> when you're living. Yeah, <laughs> you, should living. Always, you should always be on edge when yeah. you're living. You don't want to be at the back of the seat. You want to be on the edge. Like two inches of the butt on the seat. Mm-hmm. That's it. You want to like create a permanent crease across your butt cheeks mm-hmm. from the edge of your seat. And that's what we're uh, cultivating here. Really, it's like kind of a, a shelf, like a, <laughs> a lip, if you will. A cheek shelf. Ugh. <laughs> that's gross, actually. What are we doing So today? today's the day, guys. It's been built up for a couple episodes. Has it? I don't know. Are people cognizant of this? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but uh, so what we have in front of us is some oysters and drum roll. <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> and then later we're going to do something else something to, else. to cure us. Because we're going to be like laid out on the floor. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, so we got some oysters and bananas. And uh, where'd you get the oysters from, Andy? I got the oysters from, and I've already spoken about this place. It's called Clam Bar. And it's the, I find it to be the best, uh, I find it to be the best seafood in Syracuse. At least for like, for the majority of what you want from seafood. Yeah, because I mean, Syracuse isn't near the ocean, so you're going to have a rough time with seafood anyways. Mm -hmm. But there are some places that try to get the... As fresh as possible. Fresh as possible. And it's just reasonably priced. Yeah. And it's tacky as all hell inside. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like chain tacky. It's just tacky. You know, like a harpoon on the wall. and like, Yeah, netting. The waiters all wear like yellow ring mm. smocks and hats. You've no. never been there. <laughs> not really. <laughs> You're describing Long John Silver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just the person. Not the actual employees at Long John's. Have you ever been to a Long John Silver's? A long time ago, yeah. But anyways, we got uh, we got <laughs> we got fried oysters. Yeah, that's um, that's the only kind that they that's can. the only kind they had, and it travels better because um, we were not like eating at a restaurant. Let's get at these. So, what'd you bring with it? Is that tartar sauce? Yeah, which I'm not gonna have because it's obviously got some mayo in there. Oh yeah, yum! I'm gonna have some a little oh, bit. Heck yeah. But I'll try a uh, uh, straight a neat oyster, if you will. Uh. <laughs> and he's squeezing some lemon on. I don't know if I want to, but I guess I will in a little bit. It's a little cold. Mm. But, but that's a good oyster. That's beefy. Thank you. <laughs> mm. So, an oyster is a shellfish. Yeah. Do you have a favorite shellfish? Crab. Crab? Mm-hmm. Crab's good. I love crab. Have you ever, you ever been, like, picking crabs? No, I have not picked crabs. Oh, man. Well, guess what, Justin? We're going to crab picking? Maybe. <laughs> I think it's called picking. I don't know. You're picking through them, right? A crab <clears throat> capturer? Hmm. Nay. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about just like picking the meat out of the shell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like hunting. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's just called crabbing. Oh, yeah. If we're getting into verbs, I think it is actually just called crabbing. But yeah, I mean, I love I love eating crabs. I'm from Maryland. I'm actually wearing a Washington National oh, yeah. shirt right mm-hmm. now. Yep. So shout out to the Nats. They won. <laughs> so you prefer crab over lobster. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason? I think maybe just because I grew up with crabs, honestly. I think they're both great. I think crabs are more casual. You get lobster, you get lobster anything, and it's going to be a little more, yeah. or a lot more expensive. Yeah. And it's not something that you can like pick and like just socialize over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're That's like, oh, I'm getting my lobster or my lobster tail. It's more attainable for sure. And like, you, if you're going to have a big party, you're not going to get lobster for everyone. I'm not even getting crabs for everyone. That's a, that's very that's expensive. <laughs> Seafood in general is quite expensive. You can get like a shrimp shrimp cocktail sort of thing. But right? even like a bag of shrimp is expensive. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe that is because we're more inland. Maybe it's less expensive on the coast, but maybe a little less general, expensive. But I think because of the process of capturing sea animals or fishing, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you describe things and everything's so alien. We're like talking to people and we're like, hey, my name's Justin. Uh, that's a male's name typically from uh, usually Western Europe or the Americas. <laughs> a male is a type of... I'm a homo sapien. <laughs> yeah, just fishing. Just, you're like... I didn't know if like shrimping, crabbing, oystering <laughs> was considered fishing. You know what I mean? So I just said capturing of sea animals. <laughs> Well, let's just stick with capturing of sea animals, because mm-hmm. then we could just offend everyone at that point. Have you ever deep sea capturing of sea animals? No, have you? No. Yeah, I have. And it's funny, because we, so we were fishing, we were kind of like a competition between me and my uncle and my dad and my brother, and we were catching quite a few fish. I caught a lot of fish. My brother wasn't really catching much, and he was getting seasick, just because he gets seasick really easy. Ugh. But there was a time that we caught, someone caught, there's an argument about who caught what, my brother was mad because we, like, crossed lines. You never crossed course. lines. Yeah. So then we were, like, stuck in each other's lines. And there was a stingray that was that had been caught. I don't know. What the heck? And so Brian said it was, like, his stingray but because my line, like, was all crossed in his. Mm-hmm. It was, like, all screwed up. And then we lost the thing. But we like to argue about who caught the stingray. Can you eat a stingray? I don't know. I've I never heard so. of that. No. It's kind of a bycatcher. Yeah. So I'd love to do a couple different types of fishing. And let me be clear. I kind of like fishing, but I like fishing kind of... I like fishing on vacation. Yeah. I've tried doing fishing. You know, you and I have gone fishing a couple times. My ADD just gets the best of me. I don't think I've gotten a bite when I've gone fishing with you. No. <laughs> I, and I don't know why. I'm, I just like I'm a bad magnet for fishing, I guess. Yeah. But um, I think that, you know, I like going fishing when like when we have like a camp up in Canada. So I'd like, I like going fishing then. Yeah. But I think I would like to go deep sea fishing, crabbing, and then I would like to do like landlocked salmon fishing on the Lake Ontario. I think that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. I think the salmon run and trying to do like Salmon River um, near like Pulaski and, you know, North Country in in New York. Yeah. I think it is just overdone. The fish are tired at that point. Yeah. So you're kind of getting like this like worn meat. All they're doing is like you're going with uh, like a salmon egg. You know this, right? Do you know, you know, like fishing for salmon, like on a salmon run? No. Salmon. You're like, do you mean procuring a salmon fish by putting a lure out and then <laughs> throwing it? <laughs> oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but but you put you know like a little salmon egg mimic, mm-hmm. and the salmon aren't going to eat the salmon eggs. Their main goal is just taking out the competition of other salmon. So like they're biting on a salmon egg to like kill someone else's salmon egg. Interesting. Um, so they're stressed, you know. So yeah. I would I would much rather like get them. On Lake Ontario. Well, the nice thing about, like, say, like, deep-sea fishing is you usually, like, are in a chartered, like, deep-sea fishing boat. And they kind of, like, almost guarantee that you're going to catch fish because they can, like, go find where the fish are. And they do it at certain times of the day and all that stuff. So when you're kind of like, oh, I'm going to go fishing at the creek or the lake, like, who knows what you're going to catch. But if you, like, sign up and go on, like, a deep-sea chartered bus. Bus? (laughs) Deep-sea chartered boat, you'll usually... (laughs) You mean a party bus for uh, a wine tour? Yeah. You won't catch any fish because you're drinking wine. (laughs) Um, So you can also do those charters like on Lake Ontario. So Mm -hmm. I I think we're kind of thinking one and the same. But those are the type of fishing that I would like to do. And crabbing. I'd like to go shrimping too. I'd really play up like a Forrest Gump cosplay. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I could pull it off. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Yeah. You would do Lieutenant Dan? Yeah. 
You'd go 100% like cut your legs off, sort of a... I wouldn't cut my legs off, but I'd, board the, I'd <laughs> go in a wheelchair in an afghan. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did that? Like you were dressed up as Forrest Gump and pushed me onto the boat and we were going <laughs> shrimping together. Yeah. That sounds great. Well, anyway, these are good oysters. Mm-hmm. So out of oysters, clams, and mussels, what do you like? Those are like the three big three of like the similar animals. Like clams are the most popular. You know, you went and got these at the clam bar. You right, know, and there's right. like all you can eat clams and people love clams. I think clams to me, they, to me, they seem more consistent, I guess. Mm-hmm. You can be like, oh, I had some great oysters or I kind of had some weird oysters, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, the biggest thing about clams is like, is there grit in them or not? And like how mm-hmm. well they were cooked. Um, but I think you're going to find that in oysters. Plus, you're also maybe going to find weird oysters in my experience. Mm-hmm. I've also had an experience where, um, so there's a Gordon Biersch in Rockville, Maryland, and um, we went and there was like a, they were shucking oysters right there. So like raw oysters. And so it was like 12 oysters and three beers, like three, like 10 ounces for 15 bucks. I'm like, yeah. And they were from like three different places in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And so I had, I had that for dinner. Like that was it really? for dinner. And then I, you know, I maybe had another drink or whatever. And I felt awful the next day. <laughs> And that's that's kind of one of those things where it's like, that's obviously my fault, right? Yeah. I don't know why I'm telling this. This is more of a confession, <laughs> I guess, at this point. But I, I would say there's more variability. Mm-hmm. Back to it. I guess there's more variability in oysters. Yeah. I thing. think, yeah, I think you're right. I think clams are consistently pretty decent. But I think you have, because oysters are variable, I think you can get better oysters and clams. Totally. And I think part of that is just because they're bigger, juicier. So they they can have more flavor, but a bad flavor can come out more also in like a big juicy oyster. Ugh, yeah, because you take like a bite into the into the squish. Yeah, and you can just be like, "Whoa, what was that?" Exactly. Like, Whereas the clam's so small, it's kind of like little bite sized sniblets. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of. It's like mostly like, muscle. It feels, yeah, you know? and you've like dipped it in butter, or they're mm-hmm. fried, and there's just like, you know. So their clams at uh, a clam bar are amazing. Yeah, they have yeah, really good. They're steamed and buttered. And then they clam. do that like a uh, clams casino. Have you ever seen that? Uh, yeah. It's like covered in... Yeah, just kind of everything. Yeah, they just have like a whole seasoning covering. I don't exactly know what Clams Casino is. Have you been to Clam Bar? Yes, I have. Oh, like, I... Once or twice. Oh, okay, okay. It's um, great. If, if you were living in Syracuse or Central New York or passing through and you have not been there, check it out. I think it would just be worth it, worth your while to get a drink and have some seafood and keep moving on. Clams Casino, that's the place where your slot machines are the worst. Because they're unmonitored yeah, by at the, clams. At the, uh, at the Clams Casino, casino <laughs> instead <laughs> of like <laughs> chips, you just are using clams. And the and the clams that operate it are and like then, kind of offended by it. Yeah. But, but clams then, like, just can like you imagine live on... like doing the slot machine and pulling the thing and then you win the jackpot and then out of the slot just goes... <laughs> all these clams and you like get don't, your bucket out and like clams <laughs> and then you're like and then you go to like the uh you know you go to like change it back over to money and they're like no 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 like there's no money in this anymore <laughs> <laughs> this is your reward you're like but i got ten thousand clams that have a shelf life of five yeah. five hours you <laughs> yeah. know warm <laughs> i need so, to return these to a, <laughs> a body of water if i'm not going to use them each like if you're staying at, if you're staying at the hotel, there's like a salt water tank in your room. Yeah, you can like dump your winnings. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no fridge. There's no mini no. fridge. It's just that. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's just like a butter sink. Uh-huh. You can just have a butter sink. That's disgusting. Instead of like you, there's like instead of like the ice machine rooms, there's like it's the butter, butter rooms, and you get your like your bucket, and you go out and get more <laughs> ice or not. You get more butter. 
You kind of do like head nods to people as you're like walking out to the butter machine. Mm. And some guy's just like, yeah, how's it going? And you're just like, feeling gross. They're like, me too. <laughs> so if you're like full at the Clams Casino, that means you've been like doing well. Because you've been, because you eat your winnings. Right. I would say everyone wins at the Clam Bar. Uh, clam Casino. <laughs> um, except for the clams. Because they're being eaten. So Clams Casino is like onion, peppers, garlic, breadcrumbs, oregano, parmesan cheese, parsley. So it's just like a whole mixture of like a... Just plus clams. Yeah, so it's like baked onto the like the top of the clams almost. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So they're kind of like steamed, and then they add that stuff on top. On top, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like steamed better. Just yeah. steamed with like a little bit of. I garlic. love steamed clams, and you just dip them in uh, some butter. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's like the best way? I mean, I, I know like we're kind of moving away from oysters a little bit, but I think this applies to both. What's the best way to get all that freaking grit out of your clams and oysters? I know everyone says soak them. You mean like the sand? Like yeah. the sand grit? Yep. I don't know. Have you ever steamed your own clams? Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Well, I've steamed, I've grilled, so I've done both. Mm-hmm. But I'll soak them, right? I'll soak them in water and like they're supposed to kind of just spit out at that point. But I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just not soaking them long enough. I just thought it depended on like what they ate before they died or like what, what do you the mean? quality of clams that you got. <laughs> They're just filter feeders. They're going to eat sand and dirt. And yeah, so then you just eat the sand that they eat. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to a, to a slight degree, but like, no. <laughs> they they should have fasted by that point. They should have been doing a, a clam cleanse. A clam cleanse. <laughs> Let's trademark that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. What? If, oh, my gosh. What if there was like a solution that you could add? That was basically just like salt, you know? And then you'd be like, yeah, it's a clam cleanse. You can sell it for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Basically, just like maybe like a clam laxative. <laughs> you salt yourself and dip yourself in butter. No, no, no. I'm talking about for like for like cleaning them out, right? Yeah. Like the sitting. Oh, process. for cleaning the clams. Yeah, I clam- thought you meant like no, a no cleanse for yourself. That's called the clam cleanse. Uh, no. <laughs> that sounds foul. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. No, I'm talking about like a a clam. You know, clams to cleanse themselves. So what we have in front of us now is these bananas, and I wanted to do. I mean, we have some straight bananas, which we'll eat, but first I wanted to do something instead of just eating straight banana. So we did these on the stovetop, and these are caramelized, and there's butter, honey, cinnamon, and salt. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like... Sounds amazing. Yeah. And they look sticky and yummy, and I heard these are good on French toast. That's good. That's really good. Let's eat all of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. And I, you don't get a really strong honey flavor. Even though there was like two tablespoons of honey in there. These are perfect. Yeah, these are really, really good. So, <laughs> Andy's just going... Andy didn't eat lunch, so he's just going down with bananas. Snack of day! Snack Yeah, these are really, really good. And I'm not a huge fan of... I don't know. Like, I really like banana in things, but I don't just eat straight banana a lot. And uh, the texture of banana usually gets me. And then you got those like weird strings in there. What's your beef with them? <laughs> I don't know. They're just strings. But it's still like, I don't know, the texture of this is kind of weird too. It kind of reminds me, we're getting into like the squash, like cooked squash arena, or sweet potato texture. <laughs> but man, these are really, really good. It <laughs> are, they, the, are they? Because you're, so you're the, knocking them. The banana flavor is kind of made a little bit more subtle by this coating of caramelized banana. honey and cinnamon. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's just like a nice like cooked banana. Mm-hmm. Got like a little, it's not like a over caramelized or over caramelized if you will caramelized they've got like a little crunch i was kind of worried that they were going to burn a -hmm. lot i think that we could have kept them on for like a little more you know maybe just a little more but they're good these would be really good on french toast 
Yeah. Or ice cream. Oh, yeah. Definitely like, ice cream. Like, put this in, like, some vanilla ice cream, and that would be mm-hmm. ridiculous. Why stop at just vanilla ice cream? <laughs> so I, when I was looking up banana recipes, there's a lot of recipes for bananas on the grill. And uh, it looked really good. So you take a banana and you cut it lengthwise, so they're long strips, but you leave them. So it doesn't them, just fall into the grill? <laughs> <laughs> well, you leave the peel on. And oh, you put them banana side down and grill it. Huh. And then you flip them and leave them in the skins. And you do that for like six or seven minutes. And then you take them out of the peel and they're done. Interesting. And they, you know, there's lots of different ways that you can do it. Like seasonings or like uh, syrups. It looked really good, but all of them were like on charcoal grills or outside grills. I'm like, this isn't going to work on a stovetop. So then I looked up specifically stovetop recipes. Mm-hmm. And this was like the top one. There was a bunch of these. But they're all kind of similar. You kind of cut these up in little uh, like half inch cuts and then throw them all in with the... Like the mixture of butter and honey and cinnamon and then caramelize it. So are you a big banana guy? Uh, I appreciate bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when you peel a banana, <laughs> how do you peel a banana? I don't know. Top to bottom? What's top? The heart part that's easier to grab. <laughs> like like the stem? Looking? Yeah, the stem part. You know it's easier to peel a banana bottom to top? I have heard that, actually. Because when you do it that way, it kind of... When you do it the way I was talking about, it kind of squishes the mm-hmm. part of the banana you're bending. Sometimes it just takes longer, too. Yeah. Have you ever done it the other way? No. Just kind of freaks you out, or I don't know. I've never tried it, but we have more, so I should because I want to just try a straight banana. And then I also well, all bananas are slightly curved, so yeah. you can't try a straight banana. <laughs> all right, um, <laughs> so should we take a quick break and get the other bananas? Oh yeah. Okay, so we're gonna take a quick break. I got a, uh, some bananas in other varieties, so we'll be back in a sec. Goodbye. Hey, we're back. Knock, um, knock. So, wait, what? What? Nothing. Oh, I uh, <laughs> I got regular bananas, which I'm going to try, and I got a little bit of uh, peanut butter. Um, have you ever put peanut butter on your bananas? Uh, Like, just straight, what? Like, put peanut butter on a banana. Um, I don't know. I don't understand what you're talking about. Like, peanut butter on a banana. And then, <laughs> and then just put it on a banana and then eat it? Yeah. Uh, no? Okay, well, we'll do that. And uh, <laughs> I also got red bananas. Because I was like, what the heck's a red banana? And they like are little tiny guys. So there's also like baby bananas. I didn't get those. But baby bananas are the same size as red bananas. I, th- I think eating a baby banana is unethical. <laughs> it's like veal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, then and, then, what el- and then what else? I got a plantain. And Andy's like, you're cooking those plantains? I'm like, eh, I don't know. I think we can just drink it, eat it straight. And he's like, like, you can't no, eat you plantain can't. straight. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, Justin, have you ever eaten a potato straight up? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, so. It's just, it's just like. Um, too starchy. Yeah, it's just starch. Yeah. Yeah. And you want that in your laundry, but not in your food. Do you wash clothes with starch? No, you don't. <laughs> I think you want starch free, don't you? There's something about laundry and starch, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Okay, so you, are you looking up starch for laundry? Starch. I already know the answer. What? Okay, so like if you're ironing your clothes, then you can starch them because it'll make your shirt like a little just kind of crisper. So what is laundry starch? <laughs> laundry starch is made from rice, corn, or wheat. <sighs> the use of starch adds body to fabrics, creates soil resistance, easier soil removal, and makes ironing easier. Wait, people add it to the laundry? Yeah, so that's what I was saying. Oh my God. You want starch in your laundry. I've never heard that. in your food. <laughs> uh... What the hell? I don't know. <laughs> so <did> bizarre. You... <laughs> uh. 
Okay, right. so so I'm gonna open up a banana from the butt, right? <laughs> Is that what we're trying? Don't here? call it the banana butt. People don't like that. The listeners don't like that. So I have to open it this way, right? Oh, it's so I just squished it. I didn't like that. And these bananas, <laughs> and these bananas are about ripe yet, guys. Mm. It's a good banana. Yeah, I'm not a big like banana person, but let's put some peanut butter on it. Do you want to describe to everyone what a banana is? This sounds very banana y. (laughs) (laughs) It's like trying to describe, like, if you're trying to describe a fruit, it's almost like trying to describe a a color. You know what I mean? Like, it just is what it is. So. Did we have we talked about why we're doing this episode? Um, if you if you are a long time <laughs> listener, you'll know. People people have not held on for this long. <laughs> so on the Halloween episode, we had a drink that required us to put Fernet Branca in it. Fernet Branca is a very weird liqueur. It is like dark black, and it has like twenty seven different herbs in it, and most of that is a secret. But when we were looking up Fernet Branca back when it was invented, you know, it's one of those medicinal things. It's a cure-all for lots of things. It's a digestive, so it helps you digest food. And one of the things it said was it helps you digest from a night after you've eaten oysters and bananas. And we were like, who eats oysters and bananas? So we're like, we're going to do that. We're going to eat oysters and bananas and then drink Fernet Branca. And see if it makes us feel better? Yeah. <laughs> so oysters and bananas are kind of like um, aphrodisiacs, aren't they? <laughs> Or yeah. were we not going to mention that? <laughs> I was going to try to be subtle about it. <laughs> it's kind of hard to not be subtle. <laughs> so, you like that peanut butter and the banana? It's, it's very a, good. It's very good. Am yeah. I double dipping? No, I don't care. It's kind of, it was kind of like an off off dip. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Put a little it's peanut butter. Good. That'll get you there. Yeah. Have you ever had a peanut butter, banana, and honey sandwich? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Didn't Elvis like something with peanut butter in it? I think it was a peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwich. Yeah, I thought it was like peanut butter, banana, or something like that. All right, let's get up in this plantain. Yeah, so, How's it sound? Yep, so we grilled up some plantain, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever had plantain in this way. I think I've had dried plantain. Or as they say in Spanish, plátano. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? They do. Really? Yeah. That's the called? pronunciation? Plátano. You look at it, it's already oxidizing. How sick is that? Mm-hmm. Oh, here's an interesting fact about bananas. So, as they continue to ripen... They get more and more brown, and a lot of people don't want to eat the banana once it gets brown, more towards the brown, blackish side. You know, you associate a banana with yellow, right? But banana, once they turn more brown on the outside, the more brown they get, the more cancer-fighting properties they have. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to eat a plantain here. We put a little, uh, it's just done in vegetable oil with a little bit of salt on top after. You did that perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more sour than a banana. Oh, they're great, But right? I think it's better. Plantains are very good. Yeah, plantain, that's delicious. Yeah. I think the, the banana is too mushy sweet for me. You know what I mean? Like, it has, like, way too much sweetness to it, where the plantain, I don't know, it's less sweet with, like, a little tint of sour bitterness. Plantain's, like, mouthfeel, though, is a little more drying, though, you know? Would you agree? Yeah. Like, banana's, like, just kind of nice and mushy and whatever when it's done right. And I'm sure I didn't do that plantain right. But this plantain, particularly... Is a little more drying. Almost mm-hmm. like, like a tiny bit like a choke cherry or choke pear or whatever. Yeah, but, um. that is really good. The only thing I don't like about both of these cooked things is it's very similar to me to like, like I said, sweet potato or cooked carrot. You should put in your Tinder profile like must hate squash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like must love dogs or whatever. If you like sweet potatoes, <laughs> please swipe left. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's get into that red. Yeah, let's try let's that, red, that banana. red banana. Take uh, one. Is red bananas grown somewhere different, or is it... These red bananas are grown in Costa Rica. The great thing about produce sometimes is that you can just look right on the label. (laughs) 
Red bananas are a group of varieties of banana with reddish-purple skin. Some are similar and plumper than the common Cavendish banana. Others much larger. When ripe, raw bananas have a flesh that is cream to light pink in color. They are also softer and sweeter than yellow Cavendish varieties, some with a slightly raspberry flavor and others with an earthy one. Many red bananas are exported by producers in East Africa, Asia, South America, and the United States. The United Arab Emirates. That's very different than the United States. That's very different. <laughs> they are a favorite in Central America, but are sold throughout the world. So it seems like they're in different types of regions than like the normal. Apparently they're called the Cavendish bananas. <laughs> the yellow ones? Aren't they like all clones? They're all clones. What about the... So people always say that bananas are dying or like the bananas that we eat today are not the bananas of yesterday. What is that all about? I don't know. You haven't heard that? No. <laughs> that sounds like a bunch of like boomer talk. No, I, th- like, <laughs> I think these it is. Bananas are, these bananas are lazy. <laughs> no. Bananas are dying. That's what people always tell me. Bananas. People always tell you that? Yeah. Like, that's so weird. Are. How many people do you talk about that? Bananas are dying. The banana was dying out. A condition known as... Fusarium wilt, or Panama disease, was wiping out whole plantations in the world's major banana-producing countries. And that was this year. When did the banana go extinct? So Cavendish bananas are all genetically identical. So each one you buy in the store is a clone of the next one to it. Yes, because bananas, I think, did go extinct. They did not go <laughs> It says in 1965, the gross Michel species of banana, which lasted longer were more resilient and didn't require artificial ripening was eradicated after it was called the Panama disease. A different strain of a similar fungal disease wiped out the world's commercial banana plantations. Studies show bananas are going extinct. The banana is dying. Yeah. People always tell me, like, bananas are dying. <laughs> people don't tell you that. <laughs> I've been told that multiple times by several people. That's why I'm like, what the heck? Who? Name one person that told you that. Uh, Marilyn? Okay. Yep. I'm being difficult today. I'm sorry. These are much sweeter. They are much sweeter, yeah. You're right. I like them, though. Mm-hmm. Smushier? <laughs> you think? Uh, yeah, they are. Could I be think... due to ripeness, though, because I don't really know. I think these honestly could be even riper. Yeah. They're not even their full potential, but they're very good. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I got was banana chips. <laughs> so I went, I mean, we got a couple of oysters, and then I went full full out on the bananas. I mean, there's only a few ways you can do oysters. Well, there's only one way that clam bar does oysters. <laughs> so um, I was trying to find other banana things. Probably Why? Again, there's so there's many bananas. Many. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was trying to find a banana like puree or a banana jam mm. or banana jelly. It doesn't come in any of that form. So I don't know if that's because of like the type of fruit that a banana is. It doesn't stand up to being into a jelly or a jam. Yeah, probably not. But there was, like, nothing banana. I tried to find banana juice, too, and I'm like, there's no such thing as banana juice. What am I looking for? <laughs> I wonder... Um, and when I find, like, a juicy juice banana. I wonder if there's, like, no jams or jellies because you really haven't had to preserve bananas too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if they're grown in an area that, you know, doesn't get below yeah. 50 year-round, you don't really need to, like, tuck them away for the dead of winter. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, when you mash up or blend up strawberries uh-huh. or a lot of those types of fruit there's a lot of like water inside those types of fruits i think yeah. and they yeah. become a lot more liquidy when you do that whereas yeah. a banana becomes more like a, a banana so, becomes more like a paste yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. a peanut buttery paste and so i'm wondering if because of its consistency it doesn't hold up to being put into a jam or a jelly or i couldn't find a puree i couldn't find canned bananas you know how they have like canned peaches and canned apricots they sell banana jam they sell banana jam 
Interesting. Uh, it just wasn't readily available at the grocery store that I could find. Banana jam recipe. I, I swear to God, if this if this recipe just says mush up banana, <laughs> yeah, <Let's> blender <laughs> banana, turn on. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you can make a banana jam. Interesting. It's not a popular thing then. Like, in- I couldn't find it at our regular grocery store. So it's five cups of ripe bananas, then two cups of sugar, then a half a cup of orange juice. No. Interesting. And then two tablespoons of lime juice and a generous pinch of salt. So Can you imagine putting like having like a peanut butter, well, actually a peanut butter and jelly sandwich using banana jam would actually be really good because it'd be like a peanut butter banana That would be really sandwich. good. Sandwich, yeah, that would actually be really good. I'm going back to these uh, caramelized bananas. Yeah, let's, those were really let's, good. Let's see how these kind of like round out. Perfect. Those were great. That was a good quick. This is the best part of the episode so far. Yeah. Um, so I got some banana chips. Are you a fan of banana chips? So when I was a kid, I used to love banana chips. As an adult, eh, not why as do you, much. Why did you love them so much? Oh, they were a really good snack. You know what I mean? They're kind of sweet. They're, I think my mom would get them more than like potato chips or like Cheez-Its because, you know, they're healthier. Yeah, they're fine. And these are, I got sweetened ones just because. Mm-hmm. I was like, why not? Love a little. It's 2020, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting wild up in this bitch. Diabetes, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> um, banana chips always remind me of hiking. Yeah, it's a good, like, I mean... It's a good snack because they they last well. Last mm-hmm. well? They last a long time. They're kind of like beef jerky or anything like that. Like you could take it on a long hiking trip and they're not going to spoil. Mm-hmm. Whereas a banana would be gone very quickly. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about how I'm not a huge sweets person. So now I think banana chips are just a little bit too sweet of a snack for me to taste. What? <laughs> are you out of your mind? <laughs> banana chips are like the most mild <laughs> sweetness. And here you are earlier. You were talking about... Putting these uh, caramelized banana things on like ice cream. <laughs> so where do you get off saying that banana chips are too sweet? <laughs> I'm saying it's like a snack to like con- constantly sit there and eat, like at the like so while gra- watching TV. Like <laughs> they're not grazing food. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going hard at you today. Mm-hmm. I really apologize, Justin. Maybe Will you, you need to cool me? off with a little fernet bronca. Oh, let's try it. Right, because my stomach feels a little off. Do you think it's gonna fix it? It's supposed to. That's the whole reason of this. We did this episode. <laughs> let's try it. Let's I've it. never in my life mixed bananas and oysters. So how much do we pour? Let's just do like a shot. Okay. So your stomach doing a shot of You're... neat fernet branca is called a bartender's handshake. Why? Because I guess uh, it's a secret. Not a secret, but it's well known that bartenders really like fernet branca. It's like a special ingredient. It's very very bitter. Apparently. What's it smell like to you? What does Fernet Branca smell like to you? It smells, there's like a minty smell to it. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a... It's kind of tough to get. There's a little bit of like a whiskey smell to it though. I'm like, I feel like I'm like chasing scents, mm-hmm. you know? Well, there's like whiskey, mint. Um, kind of a, sort of just like a very like mild like molasses sort of smell. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of almost like a really, without having a better word for it, like a, a medicinal smell. Not a yeah. hospital smell, a yeah. medicinal smell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's like 27 herbs in this. This is crazy. You want to yeah. go for it? Let's go for it. There's a lot going on here. There is a lot going on. Very interesting. So I guess this is very, very popular in Argentina. Like it's hugely Just a drink just as is? They built a second, like Frenet Branca built a distillery there. Like a second distillery just in Argentina because it was so popular. And I guess it's very popularly mixed with Coke. And then another way to drink that. it is with um, uh, bourbon. No thanks on that. So it's Milano and founded in 1845. And it's still a secret, the herbs. Do you like this? It's very interesting. It's not undrinkable. 
Like, I know it's, like, bitter. It tastes like I just drank NyQuil without any, like, flavoring to it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Think about it. Kind of minty, medicinal, bitter. That's there, NyQuil. There is, like, a little bit of a... NyQuil. Paint smell to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, still stuck in your brain somewhere from uh, the Joel days. I'm just gonna just pound this. I can't just sip on it. I'm sorry. Not even <laughs> pound it anymore. <laughs> That's awful. I don't like that. But it was really good in the drink we did on Halloween. Yes. It, like, that drink was outstanding. Yeah. And I think it would be pretty good with Coke. I agree with that, yeah. Well, that's usually how people drink it, I think. It's a cholera treatment, apparently. It's not good. All of the, <laughs> the ingredients are mixed in a secret room. Oh, yeah. So this you, is crazy. What do you think that guy has in so, that So, 75% of the world's production of saffron is mm-hmm. used in Fernet Branco. So, there's a bunch of saffron in here? Yeah. Wow. And 75% of the world's production <laughs> yeah. of saffron yes. goes into here. Yep. That's insane. Yeah, they, they use that much of saffron. <laughs> Holy cow. How much did this cost? $5,000 a pound is how no, much I'm not they, talking about how, is so, how much they pay so, in saffron. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know, because I don't know what saffron really tastes like. And apparently saffron is, one of, is easily the world's most expensive spice. Mm-hmm. Still don't like it. I know. I know it tastes expensive, and this is it's just not refreshing at all. What do you think? I think it's wild. You know, like, I think it's <laughs> it's such an interesting liqueur to have so many herbs and spices in it. It has such a complex flavor. I mean, I think it's hard to drink neat just because the flavor is so complex that I think it is better to be mixed in something. I don't think it's helping the stomach, though. I think it's kind of made it worse. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yep. Okay, so it also, so it does have caramel color in it. Maybe just to kind of like keep things consistent. And it also says below where it says contains caramel color and to the left or to the right of the barcode, it says excellence knows no oceans, no frontiers. Nice. I like that slogan. That should be on your Tinder profile. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, do it, do it, do it, do it. (laughs) So, well, I think we need to stop this episode because I don't think we're feeling any better from this. I think we're feeling a little grosser. Right? Yeah. I think the food was good. I, I think it was a little too much sweet, though. I think it was just too I much that's starch. Not, that's not, yeah, that's not, I think the starch, maybe. We did eat just a ton of bananas. We did eat a lot of bananas. With varying levels of ripeness. Mm-hmm. So, if you're, like, hunting for a banana, what kind of uh, color do you look for? Yellow and brown? What like, a mean? little bit of brown? Like, what's the ratio of brown to yellow? If I'm buying it, then I want it just mostly yellow. Yeah. If I'm looking to eat one, I don't know. But it's got to be, like, a good speckled throughout Mm -hmm. right so that's what i was looking for so when you go to the grocery store the produce a lot of times you're buying things that are almost ripe Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of mostly yellow with a little green and same with like if you're looking for like avocados a lot of them are like just on the cusp Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i mean apples you you just grab an apple yeah right if you're buying like a something that's going to ripen for a short period of time they sell them a lot with like a day or two left Mm -hmm. so when i was trying to buy it for like this episode i was like it was hard to find a banana that wasn't, like, half green. It was, green. like, already. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I hear you. Yeah. But, yeah, with the red bananas, I had no idea. I'm like, I don't know. They all look like, the same, actually. It looks red. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was like, who, who knows? And same with the plantain. The plantain was, like, mostly brownish black. <laughs> we, had to cut, we had to cut a little bit off. Like, yeah. we cut, it like, a quarter off. But there was, like, five plantains left in, the like, the basket at Wegmans, mm-hmm. and they all were the same ripeness. So I was like, you know, I've never bought plantains before. Maybe they're just generally more tend towards the blacker brown and the person running produce was like oh thank god someone bought one of those. <laughs> there was like a, a pool of money for my, like who's my buying bon- the next yeah. my bonus check is riding on that one 
because <laughs> that's what they sound like. Yeah. Well, cool. I think we, I think we killed it. Maybe ourselves. And you just drank the rest of that, and you made a yucky face because it is. It's a lot. You want mine? No. <laughs> that was a lot. I will try another drink though. I think I want to try it with some Coke. Yeah. I think it would be pretty good. Well, snack well, pack. What are you doing today? Oh, that's great. Wow. Nice. Cool. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> just like a, a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Oh. I think one of our New Year's resolutions, Andy, yes. as a podcast, and this is the first step towards it, is to do all the things from past episodes that we've said we should do sometime. <laughs> so, so we've mentioned this several times, so we're like, let's just get it done. Let's just do it. Well, thanks, everyone. And uh, don't forget, we have YouTube. Check and, that out. Uh, Try some bananas. Go to your local store, get some bananas and uh, some peanut butter, some plantains, some oysters, and eat it all at once. Make an oyster banana sandwich. A banoyster? No, I don't. <laughs> no, that sounds that's foul. That's not that's that's going to get people into the same situation that we're in right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find this episode and others like it on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts youtube and a bunch of other places and you can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com and if you want to leave a message you can give us a call and leave a voicemail what's the number andy 315-313-5456 that's really good can we just do it again (laughs) yeah it's 315-313-5456 that's a that's a fun number. I get to pick a couple different ones. Oh, you did? Yeah, isn't nice. that cool? That yeah. is cool. Yeah. So, um, if you know, if you have a suggestion or, you know, I mean, by sending us a voicemail, you are consenting to, yeah, obviously having your voicemail played on, on the show, right? Yeah, as long as it's good enough audio. Yeah, as long as, as yeah. you're not, like, driving through a tunnel and there's, like, an 18-wheeler driving by. Yeah, as long as you're not, like, heavy breathing on there. You're like, hey, guys, uh... I want to tell you about uh, Jeremy. <laughs> come to the dishes. <laughs> Stop! I'm playing Xbox. <laughs> now it's my turn, man, man. <laughs> and like, don't like, you know, just find time, okay? Yeah. Just you know. But um, yeah, if you like, want to leave a suggestion or a constructive criticism, mm-hmm. um, or a recommendation for a future episode, you can leave it at three one five. 313-5456. That's 315-313-5456. We need to come up with like a jingle like those like TV lawyers or whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're the crazy dudes from Snackdown. <laughs> Call no. 315 <laughs> If you have a Snackdown idea, please give us a call at 315-313-5456. Have you been injured by a snack? <laughs> Have you got a chip lodged in your throat? <laughs> Call the snack lawyers. With me, Snack Andy, and a snacksual lawyer, Justin. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's it for me. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> Catch us next week, and we'll see you guys on the socials in the meantime. Bye. Bye. <laughs> If a clam gets baptized, are they just sitting in water, or are they going out into the air? Or how's that working? You don't get into the air. (laughs) (laughs) Cleanse yourself. (laughs) Prostrate yourself, clam. Hold your breath. (laughs) Keep your head down right now, or up into the air. I don't know.